0: Welcome to Refuge Freedom Stories, brought to you by Refuge Ministries Canada. For the next half hour, your hearts will be filled with hope as you hear real life stories from individuals that have been changed by the power of God. Enjoy the show. This is your host, Dave Shearer, and you're listening to Refuge Freedom Stories. Today on Refuge Freedom Stories, I'm interviewing a man by the name of Tom Fry. Tom Fry and the family band. Tom is a singer. songwriter, and his band is made up of family members. I've listened to his music. I've seen his videos, and it's incredible. He is incredibly gifted and blessed with an incredibly gifted family. I'm lucky enough to have Tom on on air with us, and uh, Tom is traveling in his vehicle. Very interesting because one of his songs and videos is uh, a family band traveling in a family van, and I suggest that anybody look that up it's fantastic is that the right way to say it tom
1: yeah yeah that's the right way to say it that's uh that's an oldie we don't we don't uh do that song anymore in our sex but when we were all the four of us were traveling together all the time uh, that was a mainstay and, and one that people really enjoyed hearing
0: so you've had a progression in your music uh how many years have you guys been doing that um, as a family for about ten, yeah, uh-huh. and then for me probably about ten years prior. So twenty years for yourself in the music industry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, this this program is called Refuge Freedom Stories, and we're we're kind of picking up a bit of pieces. Uh, there's no way we could do your whole life story in twenty minutes, but is there anything you'd like to talk about? Uh, in, as far as your relationship with Jesus?
1: Yeah. Um, I, uh, one of the big things that I have really been uh, realizing as of late is uh, Genesis fifty twenty, 20 where uh, Joseph told his brothers, what you meant for evil, the Lord uh, meant for good so that many lives would be saved. And I think we all have a so that, you know. And for us, uh, really for my wife and I, we were raised in in different types of brokenness, but brokenness nonetheless. And that was really our motivator to raise the family that we had. And, And so we really just pressed into the Word and tried to figure out how to do this in a way that was consistent with our faith. Mm -hmm. And we were both raised in church.
0: Yes. Both came to know the Lord uh, early in
1: in our lives, but uh, at the same time, just really started digging in as young parents and and, uh, really kind of took the approach of not raising children but deciding to them wow. and uh and, and then that became our so that you know for through our music um mm. uh, it gave us a platform to be an example i guess you yes. know i didn't realize that at the time that people would come up to my life after our concerts and talk about how inspiring it was to see a dad and his kids playing and singing and then Now that has uh, helped uh, transform the the ministry into this new season, which is also including some family events, really just to help speak into the lives of Mm.
0: parents and help equip the discipleship of their kids. It's an incredible ministry. I know myself listening to and watching some of the videos and songs that just on YouTube, for example. And uh, I was blessed, you know. again right along the same lines with you know this is a family this is a father and seeing the relationship um through your music you know it's encouraging um you know a lot of people today come from very brokenness and especially around family and uh, to see somebody that uh, a family that is operating the way you are in in the lord you know that speaks volumes Um, incredible Um, very blessed and you guys are very talented musically Uh, I really like your music Um, and your main instrument do you play an instrument sir yeah
1: main instrument is guitar nice
0: and acoustic or electric or both acoustic yes and your family members uh, that when you were uh, operating you're still operating as a family band or has there been some changes
1: um the answer to both of that is yes
0: <laughs>
1: um, yeah I uh, fortunate to have three musical uh, children two mm. daughters and a son yes. and uh, for a while it was me and the three kids and then later on um, when our daughters started going out to college we had a, a friend come in and drum with us and kind of fill out the foursome mm-hmm. and uh, he just stayed around he just became a part of the family and uh, so 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 then, um, you know, the girls have kind of went in and out as they were going to college. And, and now they're both married and starting their families. And so wow. they're not actively involved in the in the touring mm-hmm. anymore. But then um, also one of my daughter's uh, husbands uh, traveled with us for a couple of years. And, and then, uh, now the, the current lineup is uh, me and our drummer, Eric Reynolds, and then my son and his girlfriend, actually. So, so we still have a four-piece going that way. So Amazing. With, with uh, musical kids and, and a you know, musical son-in-law and mm-hmm. a significant other. So, yeah, it just keeps working.
0: That's fantastic. Now, your son, uh, what's his name? Sorry. Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan Fry. He is uh, a drummer as well.
1: He, he he started out
0: on drums with us, and mm-hmm. then when Eric came in to drum, he switched to uh, uh,
1: he switched to bass, and then he switched to keyboard, uh, filling in for each of his sisters while they were gone at different places. And then uh, uh, a few summers ago, it was actually me and Eric and the three kids, so we had a five piece for one mm, year. Nice. And uh, that's when he picked up the electric guitar. So that he could, uh, so he could still have his own identity in the band. So he's kind of the utility player of mm-hmm. the band. But uh, nowadays he's primarily a bass player and some rhythm
0: guitar. Nice. And your two daughters—they are singers. Um, yeah. Very, all very talented. Your daughters' names?
1: Uh, Kaylin is my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. and she she sang with us and played bass with us and a little acoustic guitar. And then my youngest daughter Maggie. Sang and uh, played mainly keyboards. Did a little bit of ukulele and hammer dulcimer, that
0: sort of stuff too. Mm-hmm. But nice. I'm so going to be passing it out all over the place, and hopefully, there's a way that people could uh, support you and your family uh, through uh, purchasing some of your songs or your music. Is there a yeah, way to do that? Yeah, for sure. How would they go about that?
1: Yeah, um, it's available on all the digital uh, formats, you know, iTunes and such. If they would like physical copies, they can go to our website, fryfamilyband.com backslash shop. And so that's F-R-Y-E, family band.
0: F-R-Y-E, family band. Yes, yeah. okay.
1: Dot com backslash, backslash shop.
0: Okay. S-H-O-P, shop? Yep. Okay, yep. awesome. No, I just want to make sure, because I know that people are going to be interested. Uh, I, again, had uh, incredible feedback from my own personal family, uh, large family, and friends I include in that. So there's already been some inquiries, and uh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, uh, your wife's name? Lisa. Lisa. And and she's with you now?
1: Yep. She's chauffeuring me at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: great. Um
1: Shaking her head, she's afraid that uh,
0: we're going to ask her to talk. No worries, no worries. So she's been, uh, she's not musically involved with the with the band, but obviously she's a part of the crew. So um, she's probably very supportive and would have to be. I mean, she's traveling with you, and as you said, you guys are the ones that are discipling the kids. You know, that are no longer kids, I guess.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. She, she no longer travels with us. Um, when we were homeschooling, we would all jump in the van together and, and uh, you know, go wherever, but, um, she has, uh, started her, uh, relaunched her career, I guess is a better way to say it as a social
0: worker. So she's very involved in that and you know, that's where the Lord's called her. Well, oh, that's wonderful. Um, there's certainly a call for that, eh, in this world, the way it is today. Yeah. Um, Myself, sure I'm, I'm a social service worker, um, so I'm not a social worker. I haven't re- reached that uh, level. Um, probably never will. But, <laughs> but yes, there's a lot of work in that. In that, and and you know, having a relationship with Christ and re- having that reflective in your work is. Very possible. It's there. There are limitations sometimes professionally. However, people see love. They see God through you in in more ways uh, other than just plainly speaking, and saying the name of right. Jesus. Um, you can say all those things um, and not reflect it in your behavior and in your your uh, demeanor with people. So I imagine that she's. Uh, She has quite a ministry on her hands there.
1: Yes, yeah, she certainly does.
0: Mm -hmm. So, um, Tom, if uh, we have a lot of people listening today, uh, again, I'm very blessed to have you on here. Hopefully you you would be able to, you would consider coming back and, and speaking again at another point in time.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Always glad to share, uh, you know, what the Lord is doing in our life and and hopefully encourage other people with that as well.
0: That's wonderful. If you were to leave behind one thing that you could say to people that would make an impression on them, perhaps something that has been something that has helped you in your life, um, (laughs) a bit of information that you could leave as a tip for somebody, uh, and you had, had to see that, you know, in, in five minutes or so, what would you yeah. say? What would you say, sir?
1: Um, I would just encourage them to abide in the Lord. Uh, I was, I was the church I was raised in. Um, I, I was so, uh, encouraged to focus on goodness, you know, mm. on just being good. And, and the reality of it is we can never be good enough for God. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can never be good enough to earn our salvation. Uh, that's why Jesus came mm-hmm. and, Um, I think when we take our focus off of goodness and put it on the one who is good and um, who is is our goodness for us, you know, it takes all the pressure off of us and we can begin to rest in the Lord and rest in that relationship that he has for us. You know, the the amazing thing um, is that in Scripture, it doesn't just say that Jesus bought our sin, but it says that he became our sin. So that we can become His righteousness, and it, mm-hmm. that just boggles my mind uh, to think that you know He became our sin. And uh, but when we begin to grasp that, I think it's much easier to just simply rest in Him and uh, allow Him to flow through us. You know, John fifteen talks about the vine and the branches, and when we when we abide in Him uh, and He in us, we
2: bear fruit. We don't produce it; it's nothing
0: we're doing on our are in, we're ah. simply allowing His love and His grace to flow
1: through us. And I think that's what relationship looks like.
0: Mm. So that's, um, at the end of the day, we are not human doings, we're human beings. And so our, our call is simply to be, you know, to be in Christ, to, to abide in Him. Wow. What a revelation. Those points you're making there are just touching my heart. It's like, whoa, you know, if I had to uh, rely on my own goodness, I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't even make the cut, you know? And uh, I became a Christian at, at, uh, as a teenager, but my life has been up and down and all over the map of my walk. And when I was younger, I knew Jesus, I accepted Jesus, and I was learning uh, from a lot of different people. But it was interesting that now that you say that, um, for years, I thought that I had to rely on my own goodness, and I was. Constantly living in my relationship with Christ, like I was a failure, and and feeling right. like I had let Him down every day, and um, you know, um, I didn't understand, I hadn't grasped that I was already forgiven, that it was grace, 100 percent. That you right. know, uh, I was I was stuck on the second half of the verse that says, you know, so that no man can boast, but you know, that we shouldn't, uh, not so that we can live in the spirit of sin, and continue sinning, and you know, because we have forgiveness. And that is a, that's a that's a truth as well, but I was stuck on that, you know. And uh, not really right. understanding what you're saying. That is quite a message. Absolutely. Yeah, that
1: was a huge revelation
0: mm-hmm. for me. Now, Tom, you're a songwriter? Yes. I don't know if you could put a number on it, but you've probably written quite a few songs over your career.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've I, not... I'm not sure how many. And then, of course, there's the ones that you write that you never sing and the ones that you're actually willing to claim. So, yeah. uh, but,
0: uh, I like what Mac Powell said one time. He said, you know, um, songs are like our babies, and everybody loves their baby, but some babies are ugly. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah know. there's a
1: lot of truth to that.
0: Yes. <laughs> so you love all of your songs, all of your kids, right? But uh, Right other people pick and choose but you have uh, right. you've written songs for others you've sold songs or you've written songs for other other performing artists as well uh, Phil Kiggy comes to mind
1: yeah yeah he and I wrote, uh, co-wrote we've co written a few songs over the years and uh, one of them he put on his last project so I was really uh, really blessed to uh, to hear that yeah it was <laughs> on his back backstage number nine I think so okay. we called backstage back number nine um, it was on that project,
0: the wonder of you. Yes, that's,
1: it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's the that's song. It. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. And it was
1: just about yeah. It was. It, it, I remember when we wrote that song, we were just really trying to encourage people uh, with the message that you know we're all loved and we're all fearfully and wonderfully made, and we, we all have value in God's sight. So that was the that was the conversation that led to the creating of that song.
0: Yes. Wonderful. Well, that's all right, man. Um, if anybody was interested in, uh, again, in looking up your videos, uh, as we discussed earlier, um, they would go to F-R-Y-E, as in FryFamilyBand.net, or is there another way? Dot com. Dot com, or, sorry. Dot network, actually, dot network. .com, nice both, but most people go to uh, yeah. have you They're ever uh, the same
1: place there, so.
0: mm. have you ever performed in canada sir
1: yeah, um i have not dave and i uh our mutual friend dave slater and mm-hmm. that guy were trying to work out some uh, concerts a few years ago and then um just it didn't happen but i uh, would love to do that
0: why well, that would be wonderful so where where sorry where are you living right now where are you where's home for you
1: um I grew up spent most of my life in rural Indiana, but right now uh for the last few years we've lived just outside of Nashville
0: mm, nice and uh you when you tour are you uh on the road do you still go on on longer tours or how long are your tours
1: more because we're shifting to the uh family event focus Mm -hmm. um we're really just doing more weekends not really any extended tours so you know three or four days maybe Mm -hmm. maybe five you know Mm -hmm. depending how things uh, get strung together but but yeah just looking at long weekends primarily
0: that's actually really really a lot more comfortable i'm sure i've toured a lot in uh, three month tours and oh people think it's glamorous but you're living out of suitcases and And eating pizza, you know, is not fun. (laughs) Um, I always put weight on, on on tours, you know. Oh, yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah, sir. We used to call it our testimony, our gut. (laughs) Tour testimony. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, well, it's been wonderful talking to you. I'm hoping you can come down to Canada. I have a feeling in my spirit that something's going to happen. And this COVID stuff, we just come against it in the name of Jesus. And I know it's going to clear up. I have faith in that, and I have faith that God is moving and God is doing something in ministry and musically and here in Canada. I just extend a warm welcome to you um, to come down here and be a part of it, uh, as God calls you.
1: Yeah, we would love to, uh, and certainly if you know somebody listening would like to schedule a concert or a family event or something like that uh, they can email us at info at FryFamilyBand.com mm. uh, our other our other website is uh, FamilyFirstMinistries.net and they could contact us
0: at info at FamilyFirstMinistries.net as well so either of those two FamilyFirstMinistries.net uh, family yes that's okay. correct wonderful so that's
1: more on the event side yeah
0: mm-hmm. awesome That's great. I'll be looking forward to getting together with you guys at some point. And uh, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I really appreciate you and your wife and your family and the testimony you are and the spirit behind what you do. In Jesus' name.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you, Dave. Thanks for having me on. And I look forward to meeting you and maybe playing a song or two together sometime.
0: That would be wonderful. All right, thank you very much. That's Refuge Freedom Stories with Tom Fry and the Fry Family Band.
2: For anyone who's doubting Your back's against the wall You've prayed a thousand prayers don't think he's hurt at all The pressure's unrelenting is running out on you There's good news There's good news For anyone who's hurting Who wants to run and hide and regrets eat you up inside. You try to escape it, but it's a mess you can't undo. There's good news. There's good news. Even through the valley of the shadow. If you're breathing, he's not through. There's good news. Oh, there's good news. Even through the valley of the shadow. stop loving you. Even when it's darkest, that's good news. Even when it's darkest, that's
0: And now a few words from Alan Campbell about Refuge Ministries Canada.
3: Refuge Ministries Canada started when I was invited to share my testimony from accepting the Lord at 19 in Millhaven Penitentiary to be interviewed on 100 Huntley Street. As a result of this interview, I was invited by a local church in Spruce Grove, Alberta, to share my testimony at the Edmonton-Young Offender Detention Center, where a 12-year-old boy whose role models were Jeffrey Dahmer and Charles Manson, accepted the Lord. Leaving the youth jail that Tuesday night, I got on an airplane to fly back to London Realizing that nothing was being done to support him, disciple him, and mentor him when he was released. That is how Refuge Ministries Canada started.
1: I
0: hope that you have enjoyed the last half hour as much as I did. Thank you again to Refuge Ministries Canada for hosting the show. So until next Friday, may God richly bless you with peace, love, and happiness. For more information about Youth Prison Ministry or to become a monthly supporter, visit www.refugeministriescanada.com. If you have been released or need addiction help, call us toll-free at 1-833-586-0523.